Clay kind of has like natural Botox. Like he, his eyebrows don't raise really. I feel like my forehead has been wrinkly since like sixth grade. Damn. Because I'm always, I was like, we idolized Jim Carrey. I idolized Bob Dole, and he wasn't. You're just going. Hi everyone, what's Gucci, y'all? Hey everybody, it's. Alright, we got it. Hey, what? No, it's finished. I was gonna say it's me, Rod. I'm here. Rod was gonna say something else. No, that was it. That's and it was a, it's a it was a word that people should not be using. We can't we ain't been able to say that word in a long time. We're gonna keep this intro quick because hey, hey come on, man, I got a lot to talk about. <laughs> what? You notice? Clay's wife is here. My wife's here. She lo- She found out about my podcast, <laughs> and she's such a big fan now. Yeah. And that she wants to. She thinks this is a live taping. And I go, sure. I love it when uh, your significant significant other's a huge fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's that. fave. Uh-huh. That's nice. So, any of you gang, uh, I just want to confront Rod for real quick. Um, Rod, you have long COVID. Can we talk about this? Yeah, Rod's been coughing consistently <laughs> no. since I'd say January, maybe a little bit before. I truly have not been coughing. I count. I had have a... because the joke of me and Clay going Rod every time you cough has been a really yeah, long. It's been a long thing. going, and you coughed about eight times at the casino. Not saying that's a problem. And he just says I just like denial. I kept on like picking that up. <laughs> you have COVID so, denial. That's no, okay. I'm not. You were a COVID denier. denier. Now you have COVID yeah. denial. I was the first one. I got COVID before either of you. No, guaranteed. You and, it, and you, and still, you still have it. Have it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. what's going on in there? Do you just have a chip stuck in your throat? No, or something? sometimes I just have a little cough. I do. You know, I I did see Raj's probably not comfortable with me saying that. He has wet peanuts in his pockets all the time, right. and, and Just every now and again he sneaks a peanut. <laughs> right, you can't be sneaking peanuts. I don't man. like to chew the peanuts. You're already either. sneaking nut. I'm not sneaking, peanuts. dude. You are. We talked about it with Anna. You nut into your own mouth. <laughs> you do. It's you okay. Do. You eat I'm a not. lot. Of, I heard that if you eat like almonds or something, it makes you get that thick butter. Yeah. Rod's been thickening up his butter and nut <laughs> shooting right into the back of his throat. Why do you do that? It just it's a really fun time. You guys, cool. I think everyone should try it once. See how hard you can shoot. See how hard you can shoot it. Yeah, straight <laughs> in the back of your throat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what's been going on, uh, Tatum? Oh, nothing much. We're supposed to go to the mall right now. Okay. Clay's got to go to the mall. Go to the gallery next to the fucking horses. Which you guys do never want to do. Yeah, because it's not, no, you don't want to do that either. Deep down. I do want to do it deep down. No, I don't, don't think you do. It was boring when we did Ask it. Ask me to go randomly, and no, if I, I say there's no. There's a different kind of gambling that I would really I don't, rather do. I don't know when they do the horses. Yeah. But next, I'm going to look it up, and we're gonna, me and you are okay, going to cool. go. Great. Right. Sounds great. And, <laughs> and when when I come back with a brand new big hat, <laughs> and your wit is going to be like, where are you getting this big hat? And I go, I don't think it's in your tax bracket. Bet on the long shot. Yeah. Rod, uh, you quit gambling. I thought you announced. Yeah, you announced the other ago, day. So, you, but you'll go gambling as long as it's. Well, I'm horse. taking some time off. Well, how long? I'm not exactly sure, but I need some time off. I'm losing a lot of money. That's not a good reason to stop gambling. No. What's a good reason to stop gambling? You've won a lot. Um, of money. That's the best reason. I guess. I guess. It's a good reason to stop gambling is maybe for like a steak dinner, and then after that, you go back to. Gambling. <laughs> Is there That's the one good the, reason. I've decided the best feel, one of the best feelings in the whole world, right, um, is when you're gambling and you take a little break and get a steak dinner, and then yeah, that time, and then you go back to mm-hmm. the casino floor. There's nothing better than that. That is nice to just take a little bit of that that break from it's, it, it's but you get as, to go right back. Yeah, it's about as good as probably nothing in the back of your mouth. Yeah, right. Yeah, shooting a, a hard nut right in the back of your mouth. Is Whitney, shooting ropes. Is, is Whitney scream laughing at this uh, distracting to y'all at all? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Okay. She got to settle down. I'm going to cut around it. Are we in sabotage mode, do you think? What do you mean? Sabotage mode for the podcast? Got, like, a few more podcasts. Dude, I left. pitched you guys a live show idea, and I was... Uh, How are we going to put... You were ghosted. Oh, my ghosted, God, I remember yeah. this. Yeah. When did you do this? 
I I had uh, the other day. Oh, people gamble on stage. Yeah, I, we I fuck yeah. I'm sorry. I I didn't. I meant to respond, and then I something right. happened. I pulled a rod. Right. The classic rod move. Rod didn't respond though. I don't know what he was up. He probably wouldn't do. We all anything. know what he's up to. Just because you, you have nut in your mouth doesn't mean you can't text back. You got a mouth full of rope. You got a mouth full of rope. You can't be texting back. People don't like it. Yeah. So how would we get people to gamble? Oh, uh, do it the way that we used to do it on stream. ChumbaCasino.com. Chumba. But the way I would have to do it is each guest, I would have to reload the money. Mm-hmm. And like I would front the cost of everything. And then we'll saddle they up. They have afterwards. to. Vin- they got to Venmo you. Yeah. Or but they win. If they win, then I just give them money. Then you have to Venmo them. And yeah, but they don't have to Venmo me beforehand. But we do have to saddle up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, and I'm just saying, we'll do live gambling, and we'll just see how much money people can make. That's and that's the good. idea, gang. So if you want to see that, and you live near the Roxy or whatever theater you think, we you think we could do the Roxy? Yeah. You think we or the Greek? Uh, that'd be out. That's outside though. That'd we could do weird. the Greek, I think. Yeah, but it's about outside. the bowl. Also outside. The toilet bowl? What are you talking about? Yeah, dude, the toilet bowl. We should make a punk version of the Hollywood Bowl and call it the toilet bowl. I always wanted to have an all-girl band, and I can't be in it because I'm not a girl. Called the Toilettes. It's really great. That's nice. Yeah. So okay, crazy on one. You guys want to have that? Y'all be like taste. A, it's too bad we got to do a be like quick, a B fifty twos type of punk. It's too bad we got to do a quick podcast because you're on fire. These are old jokes that I've I've you told were, you. I've told you that bit before. <laughs> so yeah, well you're on fire. Your hair's different. Yeah, thanks for noticing. I was going to see if y'all ever notice. Of course thanks, I noticed. Rod. Rod, I know you did. I could catch yeah. that you noticed. Rod doesn't is afraid to look people in the eyes. The first time right? I saw Wit, it was so dark in the room. He was playing RoboCop in the dark. He yeah. had to do three. He had to wait. He had to talk to three people who were waiting in line as RoboCop. I had to see if I wanted to give him a ticket or something. That's so good. <laughs> That's this really game sounds so good. It's a really good game. What is it? Is this like a sixty dollar game? Yeah, it's a great game. The only, I got it because it was people were talking about it, reviewing it so yeah. well, and then I was like, okay, shit. And so I play the first level, and it's like you're blowing people's heads off. And then the next section is you're walking around the police station. You have to decide if you're going to give little fuckers ticket. <laughs> and then one guy smells bad, and you got to take him to his cell. See, that's my one thing that I was worried about about this game is that it wouldn't have a sense of humor. It wouldn't like yeah, and, no, it's got totally. a sense of humor. Yeah, uh, no, I I. Uh, I got sick of being blonde a few weeks ago, so I had scheduled and You're still my blonde. Hair. You're still blonde. I mean, you're not blonde right here, but everyone that's known you, yeah, for a, longer than a day, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna have them talk with you, and they're gonna leave the talk thinking you're blonde. Well, mm-hmm. even before I dyed my hair blonde, everybody thought of me as blonde. You yeah. got blonde energy. Yeah. People would draw me as blonde, all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but. uh I, you know, I put my hair closer to my normal hair color. Let's let's see how it goes. Right. It's weird to be back to normal. And I got a haircut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird to be back to normal. Is this the haircut where they wash your hair, give you a oh, yeah. warm water? Give me a nice wash. I love it. I don't want that shit to end. Is that a, is that, is that a thing with hair places now? Is that all? I haven't gotten a haircut in 20 years, but at a real place. I think everywhere will do that. Because I remember hair? growing up. No one washed my hair before they cut my hair. What? But I also got my my hair cut with my dad's friend who owned a barber shop that was like the size of a T-Mobile store. I would say it was the, every now and again they would wash your hair. I think if it just if your hair was dirty, they would wash it before they cut it. And always my hair's dirty always hair. dirty. What are you talking about? But you got fucking Richard or whoever cutting your hair. Yeah. Richard Broski. Is that his name? I don't don't remember his name at all. Sounds right. like a friend of ours. Yeah, I know. Richard Brown. Do you remember that kid? His name was Chris. I don't want to say his last name. But he would always brag about murdering someone. <laughs> <laughs> he was in he was probably we were probably like thirteen or fourteen and he'd come to school and be like, Hey, last weekend uh, there's a guy riding his bike and I just like attacked him, I killed him. And everyone just does this. Uh <laughs> Like, what? Okay. Did he just decide he's going to go to school that day? You know how I'm going to get people to like me? Tell him I killed a guy. Well, yeah. no, I'm a murderer. They, there's some rapper, I forgot his name, that's on trial right now. And they're actually reading his lyrics as part of the thing. And the lyrics are like, I killed someone and I had this guy cover it up 
so like I'm good with it. So mm-hmm. I got away with it. And just me and my friends are now hanging out. Like his lyrics are like that. Which is fucking <laughs> I mean, isn't that how the Tupac's murderer got caught? I don't know. I mean, it feels wrong to bring just up lyrics. Did, like too many podcasts. Oh, that feels weird, but yeah, but hey man. Don't murder don't murder. But if you I'm like if you're listening to, to a type of podcast and you know a guy who shoots like loads in his mouth and you think he's like weird mm-hmm. for that and you want to like maybe like I don't know put him in a area where he can't leave for a long time Sounds like a cool normal guy um, I'm cool with that mm-hmm. but bringing up like rap lyrics in a, a trial I think that's a little that's you know, separate sus. the art from the artist is what I think yeah any gang um, today's guest um, we have Beth Stelling okay gang so um, you want to you're good. You're better at teeing the stuff up, brother. Well, I didn't know you're about to tee it up. Yeah, everybody, we got Beth Stelling on the podcast. She has a new special out on Netflix. Go watch it. She's one of our oldest friends in comedy. We're happy to talk to her. Enjoy. We were also talking about like uh, doing stand up now and how uh, people become really famous oh, yeah. online doing crowd work which is actually just asking people in the crowd questions yeah just like what's your job and i've then seen, I've seen some crowd work where it's just you ask a question they answer and they, they they say something amusing and it's done i'm like this is what you're uploading <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know you know when you watch a clip and, and you're just like wait that was it yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even even when somebody's like hey what do you do for a living and they're like fucking i my job is that i uh some crazy job, like yeah. I, I made the Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters or something. Yeah, pretty it's cool. Like, that, that's cool. But then they post that as if that's like, they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. That guy in the crowd did, did that. that. You shouldn't be reaping any of these benefits. Right. You didn't go to Marshmallow Man school. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? It, it pisses me off. Yeah, for once, I just want somebody in the crowd to ask me what I do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I'm up here telling jokes if you could shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I've started to sort of go into the crowd because we started to play to standing audiences because I have my band with yeah. me, Clay, and the gang. And, I love uh, the album. I have the album, the yellow one. Oh, thanks, Ben. Yeah, I love it. Um, but because of that, the crowd is often a little bit chaotic. And so I have to yeah. kind of talk to them a little bit. But I'm not good at being funny about it in fact as soon as i start to feel myself doing crowd work i immediately become cynical and i start to make fun of doing crowd yeah you know what i mean yeah which maybe i need to stop doing that if i ever want to go viral dude you should just have me as a plant yeah, and then you'd be like, what idea. do you do for a living? And I say, I'll work at a penis factory or something <laughs> and then you go off on that and then we record it yeah and i'll be, i'll do have a i'll have a different random job where you'll go what? <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened to that guy who did the fake ha- stand-up clips? We always have a stock Stand-up. answer for him. It, whatever he says is his job. You always say the same thing back because it's like your stock crowd. <laughs> <laughs> People have that. You work though. with any, any any females at the penis factory? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. Based on your him, shirt, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> penis is all over my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but Rod, yeah, there was. You mean somebody was making. He like, had like uh, a fake backdrop. Oh, have you was, ever seen that guy? I don't know if I've seen it. Maybe somebody showed it to me once. I gotta show you that guy. Yeah, there's this guy who built basically a comedy club backdrop in his apartment or his house. Just like and a it's red got like Edison bowl. There's like a red, red curtain, curtain in the yeah the Edison bowl. He does. Like his, I actually just got it still. Yeah, he does his stand up to no one and then adds in laughs as if he's playing at some cool theater wow <laughs> and it has that weird like uncanny effect where yeah. it like feels real but there's something not well right and about he this. even does yeah. little things he's he'll a pretty like, good take a sip of his water or whatever no. yeah he'll be like he'll be like um that is why i got off of hinge and then there's laughs and he goes <laughs> and then he goes and then he'll go into his next joke and it's terrifying yeah, and it works though. People on TikTok are like, "That's so true about Zoolander." And he, they also go, "You really love this venue." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, one venue. I'm committed to this venue. Yeah. I'm actually mm-hmm. tied in. We have a contract. That would be kind of nice, is just to be like a comedy store exclusive, like if only you, performing. Yeah, there. I feel like it used to kind of be like that, right? If you strayed, you they wouldn't book you at the other place. Yeah, you had to be loyal. Trouble. Have you ever wanted to be like a to go? Okay, I'm going to commit this year to doing being a store girl. Never made that commitment. Yeah. Um, I. Usually when I show up, they're like, where you been? Yeah. Every time. You don't want to be a regular at the Pasadena Ice House? (laughs) Is that still around? There was a new, they revamped it, I guess. I haven't been back since it's new. When I first started listening to Joe Rogan, which I continued the rest of my life, in like 2014 or something, the Ice House was brought up all the day. Oh, he loved it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And and it did sound. I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a big thing. It sounded like a big thing. Yeah, and now it just, and then we started doing stuff, and it's nothing. Never heard anyone going there. It's a different scene. I know. I wonder what's going on over there, but they did revamp it totally. Because I remember the grand reopening or something, and I, I forget what happened. It was. I I wish I could remember the actual events because I don't want to mess it up. But it felt very much like you know when somebody asks you to do something, Mm -hmm. and you don't really want to do it, but you're like, I guess sure. And you maybe waited too long to get back, and they're like, "We actually already filled that." And you're like, "Okay, well, yeah, what? <laughs> I didn't want to do it anyway." But uh, fine. Yeah, that just happened to me. <laughs> yeah. like, I felt like I needed to respond because I didn't want to be an asshole. And yeah. Now you're. Now I feel like a goddamn fool. <laughs> um, we've known Beth, Beth. You're one of our oldest friends in comedy. It's true. Because uh, you're 23, we're 21. Yeah, mm-hmm. two years and, older. Yeah. Um, We've known you for a long time. I know. As I was driving over here, I was like, you guys always are in fun spots around L.A. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just in general. Because I was like on my way over here, I was like, they always pick fun spots. What part of town do you live in? I'm over in like Beachwood Canyon-ish. Cool. Celebs over there. Well, I'm I'm not up in the mountains. I'm at the base. Sometimes. You see celebs? I'm near the runoff. You don't see celebs anymore? I don't see them anymore. I've seen two celebs recently. Name yeah, let me try to think about who I've seen. I saw Jason Siegel okay. at the gym. Wow. And I saw, he I don't remember his out. name. I think it's like Jai. He's in uh, He's in Suicide Squad. Okay. Plays well, Smith? Boomerang. Is he Australian? Yeah. I don't know his name, but I, I know. had he's a couple handsome. celebs come to my show last night. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. Legendary volleyball player Gabby Reese. Okay. Okay. Oh. okay. And Krista Miller from what I loved, the Drew Carey show. Is she the hot babe? The oh. Babe, damn! Drew Carey show totally underrated. Ohio, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, so you know Ohio. why it's underrated? Ohio. Yeah, is because I think they used a lot of music in their show and they can't re-release it. Really? Well, there's some story about that. Yeah, that's so interesting. Because I've always wanted to rewatch the Drew Carey show and I can't. Weird. Yeah. There's nowhere to see it. Dang, that's a bummer. I want to see Mini Mimi. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Mimi! I mean, what was Chris's character? I'm blanking. I don't know. Kate. Think of I, I, sounds right. I mean, I remember watching that show as a kid and thinking, this is the most genius. This is the most punk thing ever. Meta yeah. sitcom I've ever seen in my they life. They had that one episode where, like, if you spot all the flaws yeah. in the episode, they would, like, give you oh, money yeah. or There's something. Like an episode like an where April he, Fool's episode. Yeah. He gets the Batmobile for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and also, in the latter seasons, well, the guy who drove the UPS truck did a thing. He needed money, so he got breast implants as a thing. So he had breasts for the whole season. Classic. And this, you can't fact check this if I'm making it up or not, because you can't see the show. When, I didn't know this. When Clay first moved to L.A., he went to film school with a guy who lived next door. He lived on a boat next door next door to Minnie Mimi. Yeah. And he goes, do you know oh, who Minnie Mimi, Mimi was from the Drew Carey show? It's like a little version of Mimi. You're kidding. I yeah. forgot about that. And they go, you know who Minnie Mimi is? And I go, of course I do. Yeah, it's just really important to my life. Of course I know Minnie Mimi. And they go, I live next door. Uh, Minnie Mimi lives on a boat. And so do I. And we're neighbors. I go, that's interesting. His name was MC Meat Hook. <laughs> and, he's, and he stunk so bad. Really smelly. During the summer, he would wear all leather. Yeah. Oh, no. and he lived on a boat, and he That's slept a tr- in a coffin too. Yeah. Also in a boat, he slept in a coffin, a coffin yeah. on the boat. Absolutely, yeah. next and, to Mini Meat. And Clay's not talking smack. He would tell Meat Hook to his face, "You smell like shit, pal." Yeah, he 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 he, he liked it. He liked it. Yeah. He was proud of yeah. it. Yeah, I go, "You stink, bitch," and he goes, yeah. "I know." <laughs> I, uh, I get it. Oh yeah, of course. 
Yeah, you got. We, so we, I guess we were. Did we move here at the same time in 2011 ish? Uh, no, I had already lived here, but I had just we had just started doing comedy. Yeah, right? yeah we we lived here in like I moved in like I feel 2009. Like we, okay, we moved into the big house, the mansion. We, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Through and part through through and through and parties. <laughs> oh, exactly. Um, exactly. Power violence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at Little Modern, but it was what there's the it was four, called the six four seven O's next door to Little yeah. Straight Jackets, but it was next door to Smodcastle at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was nice. Uh, yeah. Which was Kevin Smith's thing. We oh. never saw Kevin Sm- never Smith. Never saw. Him. But yeah. also, the first time I met Beth was the first show Wit was ever out of town, and everyone else was out of town, and I had to host the show. Oh, and wow. it made me think of like, why am I doing this? Like, <laughs> I'm dreading this. So and much. Clay quit. <laughs> <laughs> quit doing. St- like, yeah. Quit pursuing. Comedy, I yeah. guess, other than power because, because of because of that show. Probably because of me, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that was such a fun show. It was fun, but then remember, I went and opened for you uh, in Chicago when you recorded your first album. Yeah, which is really cool, and uh, I ate it. Uh, I had to follow Joe Kilgallen, and he just like fucking murdered doing. Yeah. I mean, he's a funny comic, and he, he murdered, but a lot of his jokes were about. Chicago, yeah, and just killed in a way that I, I just r- didn't know how to. Was do. he just like naming road signs? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you guys know yeah, yeah, yeah. different cross streets, yeah. different like. And yeah. I remember watching him going, "Why am I? How? Hey, why am I doing this?" Uh, and then I went and tried to talk about Blink One Eighty Two, sort of bomb. <laughs> and then the owner of the club was like, uh, "You're not ready to be." Performing at a place like that crazy, this and then you have to hop on an airplane and just think about it yeah. for like five hours. It's terrible, but you guys, it still happens. Yeah. It still happens to me. Yeah, I ate, I ate shit a couple weeks ago in New Orleans. There's nothing I, I can do. No, no, no. That's where that happens. Life. That's where that happens. Really? Yeah. Worst show of my life is in New Orleans. Yeah, it happened a couple weeks last, ago. Last uh, November. What's the deal? Where were you performing? I will say it was in a neon sign store and it was so bright. <laughs> uh, I can only describe it as an unsafe surgical feeling. <laughs> you know, when you're like, yeah. you realize how, how safe you feel in the dark. Yeah. And, and it was just like very bright. I felt extremely exposed. Long room yeah. going back. And then um, also I followed a friend of mine um, who is just like very opposite energy of me. And then also everyone was saying such nice things about me. Like you're, it was essentially saying like, you're about to see the greatest comedian of all time. And I was like, oh no, you know? And I try to always address the energy shift that's about to happen if I follow somebody. But they just, I couldn't, that. And then also a guy heckled me right away. Oof, wow. And I, and because I, and I don't think I ate dinner, like Mm. not on purpose, we're gonna go afterwards. Yeah. And I was just very low. I've been training for field hockey, which I never do on the road. So it was just like low energy and a lot of factors. Yeah. yeah. And then the guy heckled me. And instead of me trying to like, it was as if I was already a helium balloon that was like on the ground mm-hmm. and <laughs> somebody popped me. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, or like did the thing where like you go like that yeah. and mm-hmm. try to pop you and it kind of goes yeah. like that. And I looked at him and I just said, I don't, I don't have the energy. Yeah. I, said, I was like, I don't have the will to do this. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And then I took the mic and I said, because he's trying to be funny, I go, do you want to do it? Like, I'm saying it like this. I go, do you want to do it? And he's like, no, 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 no. I was like, you should. You want to be funny, right? You do it. And I held it out like this for more than a minute, which feels like, oh, wow. which feels very long that's in awesome. stand up. Sabotage mode. Yeah, that's I great. Did. I was yeah. in full sabotage mode. Then after he's like, no. I just said it because your pants. He's like trying to comment. He's trying to make fun of my outfit. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I just was, I don't have it. Yeah. I can't. Gang got that in me. And dude. then I turned to the rest of the crowd because it was like, so long room like this, right? Or just full crowd here in front of me. And I'm just imagining him, a hum of the neon sign. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> and just bright. <laughs> and he, he's, he's sitting here with w- women it looks like he's paid to, to okay. have with him. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I just, after that, Everyone's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I step forward to the beginning of the rest of the crowd and do the whole set with mm. his my back to him. <laughs> and it wasn't And I didn't great. do well. Yeah. 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 And I of course I did get laughs. I'm not gonna like I, I some my bombs if I do I don't wanna say exaggerate because to me it feels terrible. Yeah. But like I you know, after doing it for sixteen years, it's like I have jokes. Yeah. You can't like I can't not like 
get a little right, there's something always from going you. to be something but yeah. there's a total difference between like ha, that was she's that was funny you, yeah. you got me and like let's have fun we're rolling it's the energy exchange i'm doing yeah. my job because i'm good at my job and because i feel safe and you're having fun i'm gonna keep having fun yeah it was like next next and then after i like couldn't get them at like maybe minute 20 i was like we're about done right <laughs> and then i said i hate that man <laughs> and I, po I pointed back and then he got up to go to the bathroom because I mean, it, the show was over. I yeah. mean, it was like I couldn't. The show ended at my friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It should have been her. And then we all should have gone home. Just kind of so got this, dinner. Was this a, an event that they would they brought you and some other people in? This was this? sort of like a last minute, like throw it together. I think 50 tickets. So thank goodness only 50 people saw this. Yeah. But, and again, is it the end of the world? I didn't like say anything psychotic or like yeah. start crying or whatever, but it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. When I'm bombing, I sweat. Yeah. Yep. I, I start to like do that swallow oh, yeah. kind of thing. Like um, that, like you're trying to say a word and it's like. Ugh. Yeah. And it gets you, that's so embarrassing and it happens to me as well. I My thing is I have jokes that I can do that I know will work, but then as soon as I start going into the other material, that will bomb. Mm -hmm. And it's not happening all the time, but I will always leave the crowd uh, worried about me. <laughs> like yeah. when it's going oh my bad. God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. And I did started. so bad in, um, in New Orleans one time. Yeah. He, his, his dad's friend was watching it. He did so bad that his dad's friend mailed him a PS5. Yeah. And said, you're, and his dad was like, you're so resilient. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I have a bit about PS5, play, yeah. PlayStation 5. Oh, that's cool. Do you uh, use it now? I do. Yeah, it's yeah. in there. I think I'm if you ever, girl. like, yeah. do okay, a show, cool. if you do a tour and you have to go through New Orleans, when you go to New Orleans, just host karaoke. Yeah, just hang. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, like, just host a karaoke show. I think you're right. Or bingo. Yeah. yeah. Do something. Something that's not that, that the audience can, because they, they're just thinking I about. I do remember the sweet couple right here, and they were yeah. trying to be with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're like, they're what trying. And the two women behind them were trying as well. What do you think it is about New Orleans? That makes I, think it it's the, I think it's the alcohol and everyone's thinking about getting beads. I mean, when yeah. I walked yeah. out at this specific show, there was two people in the crowd asleep before the show even started. And Yeah, and I would just say stay resting. Yeah. Please. <laughs> for the both of us. Well, yeah, yeah, it's just to keep going. Yeah. But I've had, Enjoy. like, I don't know. I... And my sales in Louisville were really bad. I'm not. I, it's like, we were just there, same. Yeah, like, um, you know, cities on your tour are, or in general, are plants that you have to water. And yeah. if you're not, they don't grow if you don't visit those cities, yeah. you know? So if you don't go a lot, it's hard to grow your market. Yeah. And so I don't go there that often. And particularly makes it even more difficult if you don't go there often and you keep changing venues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, there's other various factors that I'm sure you learned, which is like, if you're doing a comedy club, five shows, Thursday through Saturday. So it's like, hey, Wit's coming to town. And the boys, when do you want to see them? And somebody's like, Thursday, I can't. Let's go Friday. Okay. Yeah. You know, whereas, yeah. hey, Wit's coming to town. He's doing this rock club in, on Friday. Can you go? No. Yeah. You know, so there's like, and the club has a built-in audience. And that's good and bad because they can, you know, mm -hmm. paper the house. Anyway, you get it. You've been on the road. Well, I mean, that the built-in thing is cool. There's some venues across the country that have that. That aren't clubs. That aren't comedy clubs. They're, they're rock clubs. Those are always great. It's usually that would be a awesome. really charming, fun kind of promoter who really loves his job. The The promoter in general is just kind of a dying. Like that job I think so, yeah. doesn't really exist anymore because of places relying on the performer to post on social media. Yeah. But even uh, in Louisville, we were saying... Uh, I was talking to the guy. It was a, For me, it's good. If, if 50 people come in, in one of those like littler places like that i'm stoked even but with the music stuff it's hard because there's no seats and there's often just you're in a huge place it's like yeah. a 500 capacity i've also experienced that yeah. similarly like a massive venue and i'm just yeah. like hi so i've just gotten pretty good at going you guys all bunch together mm -hmm. this is going to be a personal intimate because louisville was the one it was that the, the one where like tiger. the room was so long i don't uh, I don't know. It was the Whirling Tiger where it was a great show. We had Mexican. We were like right in the before. corner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a big venue. Yeah. And uh, but they were saying like it's crazy. Like uh, the other night we had this really famous person come yeah. through. Yeah. Uh, like a artist. Uh, artist. Yeah, a comedian. And uh, you said we'd stretch. that's we a did. nice stretch. Oh yeah, we did forget yeah. to stretch. Anyway, so they said they had a famous comic or a musician. A famous comic coming through. Uh, 
a person cool. who like I've always thought was really cool. Everybody here does. And then uh, they they were like, um, and the turnout was pretty light. And then the next day, uh, I was at a diner talking about how this person came through, and like ten uh, college students were like, "That person was here." Like nobody knows. Yeah, that's because the there's not a proper. Yeah, promotion like you're saying, or, I think everybody's, yeah. and then I've also heard the opposite, which is somebody with a ton of followers. I my friend runs a theater, and he was when I was helping him start to incorporate comics into the into it, you know, mm. several years back, and before he started kind of consulting me a little bit here and there, he found someone who maybe reached out to him or whatever, but booked them, and because they were like, oh, they have like this many followers. And then nobody showed up and yeah. lost money because he had given them a guarantee. Oh, yeah. But like that also obviously happens too. It's not just always like followers are going to get people in seats or butts in seats. Yeah. But for me with Louisville, it was great club. The staff was lovely, really beautiful venue. You could tell they redid it, had been closed in COVID. And the location is basically like in the realm of a city walk. Yeah. Oh, and it's rough. Like people yeah. don't want to go down there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's that. Mm -hmm. But I, it's just interesting because my Friday late, am I kidding, had 10 people. I posted it because yeah. I was like, thank you to these cuties. We had the, we had the, I did a video of all of us afterwards because it was 10 people and they had the time of their life and I had a great time because there's such good energy. Oh yeah. And But then again, I had a late, my final show in Austin this weekend. Speaking of worrying people. A vibe. I was like, because Saturday early was incredible. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's that beautiful, awesome exchange of stand-up, can be like yeah. you have your jokes but you're vibing and if they're having fun you riff more because you're having a blast too oh, yeah so saturday early was great and then i'm like last show my openers did great yeah. and i went out and i will blame myself i started really weird and slow but i do i still did the same act after that yeah and i just could not get them it was so weird i don't even know 40 minutes in i was like just so you guys know, like, this is not what I do. <laughs> this, I, as a no show has been like this, yeah. this weekend. I said, and that's what stand-up comedy is. Doing, it's, it drives us crazy. I was like, it's, I'm doing the same thing to different results. I go, and this is why we kill ourselves. And they were like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then I could not get them back after that. Yeah. It's their fault. I go, not, I'm gonna, fault. I go, not now, I'm gonna finish the show. <laughs> they just didn't think it was funny. Yeah, and you know what? I blame them. I, <laughs> I really yeah, do. It is their fault. It is because, it's because there is three or four people who are just a bad vibe. There was the a whole left side that was bad vibe. Yeah, and it's, that is the reason um, we couldn't people are laughing. I used to do a thing at Power Violence where I would go sit in the crowd when the crowd was a little bit weird and uh, I would laugh and try to get applause breaks going and the audience would often turn around just because there was people That's were smart. being reminded of how to be an audience yeah uh, there's a reason there's like audience warm-ups at Jay Leno or, or yes. Fallon you know mm -hmm. there were some people on that Saturday late that were actually trying to do that mm -hmm. and and because it was so vastly different from what was happening over here they were almost annoying because they're yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. Like they yeah. were sticking out so sorely because these people were like, when is this over? Yeah. You know? What it was a rough this? one. Yeah, where are we at? Cap City. Okay, cool. I'm trying to get New in venue, it. Cap City. It used to be in a different spot. Mm. Yeah, so behind us, there's a phone ringing. Old um, phone. It's we're, the oldest phone in the it's world. Cool. It is like one of those rotary, rotary, rotary cell phones. <laughs> um, they also were lucky today because usually they'll make like a hot dog. Maybe some potato bone salad. Soup. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. weird bones, bones. There's usually some smells. And it smells in really it smells bad, so bad in here. Yeah, yeah. You're kidding. Yeah. yeah. There used to be a barking dog in there. Yeah. 24/7. 24/7. <laughs> so, you but, slip a little yeah. something under the door for it's it a to little eat. piece of ham. Yeah, some yeah. ham bologna. A little sedative ham. Where in Ohio are you from? Southwest Ohio, Dayton. Dayton. Mm. Nice. Oh, beautiful. Five hundred. Dayton. Uh, that's, Dayton. Day, that's Daytona. Oh, they do the 50. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably a Dayton 500. Maybe there is. I, I appreciate that you did that for me. Yeah. Well, I don't <laughs> think there is. You know what? There, knows about, he knows about weird stuff. You got to be careful when booking because there is the Daytona Beach. There, I think there's Day, Dayton Airport. Daytona Airport. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, really? Oh. Um, how's your family doing? They're good. Yeah, I mean, like, my mom's doing well. She's retired, but she's teaching piano lessons. Oh, that's nice. I always Fine. interrupt. I never remember the schedule on my way here. I was like, I'll call her. And she was like, do you have my lessons on a timer? Oh. <laughs> I always forget. 
but um and then i say hi to the students and stuff oh that's cool but she's doing well she got this dog franklin we find so we grew up with one bathroom small little three bedroom my sister shared because they didn't want to be near me Mm -hmm. i had my own room as the youngest seems unfair (laughs) mom had her room one bathroom and then we had a couple of step people coming and going and then eventually going and my mom finally this year added a half bath downstairs Ooh, so the students nice. don't have to go up to her bathroom or our bathroom because they would always go up there and then just stay and play with the dog that's interesting yeah mm-hmm. i when i was a kid anytime i had to do something like that in a strange woman's house going into her space yeah. or her daughter's kid's space was just like the i wanted to get out it of feels there strange. as fast Terrifying. as i could strange yeah, yeah. Uh, almost um What's the word like? I'm thinking of like thick or like a viscous yeah. energy. Like you're walking in a space that's not yours. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I had a lot of stepdads as well, steps, and uh, my mom would always have boyfriends. Sometimes I ended up having to stay at their house. No. Just getting trapped in that, and every time no. I would do some weird shit that I was out of character, like wet the bed or. Oh. I can imagine. Have some I'm weird sorry, dream. I'd For throw real? up all the time. I would just. You just barf. <laughs> throw up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I threw up, pissed, and shit in the bed. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't usually do that. I don't yeah. normally do that. I just don't want to be here. Just Scott, I, I don't, don't know you. This place is really upsetting to me. My yeah. body is literally asking for this to not happen again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always would. I want you to not allow me here ever again. Dude, so one of my mom's boyfriends had um, Terminator and Terminator 2, some sort of special VHS tapes that were still in the package. Uh-oh. And he was like collecting them and all I wanted to do. And my mom would always ask him very nicely if we could yeah. watch crack that. those puppies open. <laughs> I could just go sit in one of the rooms and watch it. And he's like, no, man, those are collectors. Those are going to be a lot of money. You know, I, I mean, look, you can look it up now. You know how much they go for? How much? Probably $23. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the, there's Big a couple investment. things people were wrong about. One yeah. of them was yeah. VHS Did and you? the other was Beanie Babies, of course. Oh, yeah. Did you have a stepdad? Did had a stepdad. Um, my mom married him on my ninth birthday. Great, perfect, not so a good gift. Birthday. Yeah. Um, you know they gave, they gave me the top of their wedding cake. Oh. And sang <laughs> and sang happy birthday to me at yeah. the wedding, and I actually didn't smile in any of the wedding photos. <laughs> no, it's you're pissed. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. All the photos, I'm like this. Yeah, Why you, would they do? You want to see a movie and then go swim at the Holiday Inn? Ugh. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah they're they like, you. "Is it your daughter's birthday? Yeah, we'll give you half off. That's terribly cruel." <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, I think it was like a Sunday, April ninth, yeah. yeah, or oh, wow. something like that. Like you know, just cheaper than maybe a Saturday or whatever. Yeah. Fucking hell. That's yeah. Insane. Was your stepdad nice? Yeah. You know, like I have jokes about this. Like I have an older story about it because it's like the truth is, I was younger than you know when they started dating and. It, and you know, I would always joke like I was looking for a dad. You know, like I was I was inviting because I was like I can welcome this type of thing in my life, and so I was like I like him. And, and my two older sisters like we hate him. And I was like, me too. I'm doing yeah. whatever you guys are yeah, doing. Yeah. So eventually, I got on board with that. But you know, no one's all bad, right? right? Even mm-hmm. people who do some like terribly awful things, right? It's like Rod. <laughs> um. But like. In general, definitely had flaws. They didn't need to be together. Right. They're not together anymore. I I would try to be nice to all yeah, my Yeah, I was never a demon. But that they I weren't doing a very good job. It's it's like it's not. There's hard, just right? a couple things you got to do. Be a stepdad is be like fish bump, kiddo, yeah. right? Or whatever. Smile, the fuck feel it like is. a safe person to be around. Yeah. And don't talk about fucking yeah. your mom. Ugh. Yeah. That's the main. Do you one. think we'll ever have a stepdad president? Um. Yeah, I think it's possible. Before yeah. I don't know. think it's. I don't know if it's possible. I think now it is. Post, now it's possible. Post 2016, I think one day we're gonna get a stepdad Mitch, president. Yeah, I feel like if like no, everyone overlooks like people like Mitch McConnell. Like yeah. every, it used to be like the family values is like Mitch McConnell is clearly just like or not Mitch McConnell. What's his name? Graham. Don't Lindsey like Graham. A, Lindsey Graham. Oh, like Lindsey a Graham. Guy. Like, yeah. and to them, like the family values thing is so important. It's like this is clearly like a gay man. Like no one's <laughs> questioning where his family is. <laughs> Like, that haircut isn't that so interesting i'm like like the family values were so upheld it's like you yeah. had to do that to be in office have the perfect little family. oh yeah they just let this guy oh, yeah randomly he has no proof of family whatsoever so yes yeah. i do think oh stepdad could we could have happen. a single is did it has anyone ran right. who's single? single a single parent 
Mm. I like just that. like a single person who's You're not right. even a parent. They're just oh. a single, single person. person. And he just says, I'm chilling on that. He's like, I don't have a family. And that's oh, why I could be yeah, a great I president. Could do, yeah, I could do whatever you want. I'm free. I'm so free. Yeah. Yeah. And Is everybody's like, that's actually gross to be that <laughs> that's free. That's weird to us. Yeah. I mean, we don't, like we don't like how available you are to us. I watched The Firm the other day, and there's like a bunch of uh, moments in the beginning of that movie where they're telling Tom Cruise's wife, uh, and Tom Cruise, we love that you're married. We would really love if you started a family. That stuff's important here at the firm. Yep. And it was hilarious. It was like Interesting. play. It was now that's a joke, but at the time that was like a huge. Part it was of, just like part of the culture. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We'd love it if you had a child. We love family stuff Do you guys here at the have firm. Families, or you're not sure, or like what's it? What's children like for you guys? Is it I'm a discussion? Not, I'm, I, don't I don't need a family. No yet. on you. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably want to have a little slappy one day. Yeah. I mean, around. I think you'd be a great dad. Thank you. I mean, all you gotta do is give them a fist bump. Yeah, take one them to a movie bump, every now and mess again. Mess up their fist hair bump, a bit. Fist yeah. bump, food, water. Like this water. on their butt when they're walking yeah. in front of you. Boop. Yeah. So they like um, that. Man, one time I pushed my nephew right onto his face when he was about one and a half. I was doing this thing where. I would like pick him up a little bit, and uh, and then run with him. Like, but I would ho- hover him over the ground a little bit, so it made. Oh wait, you're like, forgetting about the mic. Sorry, I'd hover <laughs> him over the ground a little bit, so it made it seem like he was like running extra fast. <laughs> and then I'd put him down. He'd stand there, and then he'd ask me to do it again. I sort of push him and then run up. And then one time, he just didn't want to move. He, I was doing it, and I just. He was standing there, and I went died. to push him, and he just went boom, and just fucking. Str- I pushed a baby onto his face as hard as I could. Did anybody see? He screamed. No. Was I, there blood? No blood, but okay. it was shocking. It's Nothing Babies broken. Are, they're they're rubber. Yeah, they, they, are. they are rubber. That's they're why strong. when the baby comes into the ER, it's like you know the parents really fucked Something them up. Something must have happened. Yeah, because they are so pliable. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I had yeah. the. I could have been a sociopath. Like, you think? Uh, because I did think, well, I don't need to tell my brother. What's, I should just say, I, I don't know, he started crying. Yeah. And I did and then that. you should be like, why are you crying? You're just you randomly yeah, started you crying. Yeah, gaslight him a little. You just mm-hmm. fell, I don't know. When yeah. I was a little kid, this is like the moment I became self-aware, I think. I, I was maybe four, and there was a friend of mine who was two, and uh, we were hanging out in my room, and I went into the closet. I put on a sc- really scary mask. Mm-hmm. I went back into the room and I went. Rah, rah, rah. She started screaming, crying, and ran to her dad. And was like, "There's a monster!" And I was like, walking in behind her. Dad was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "I don't fucking know. This this little bitch is crying. I don't know why." <laughs> and then uh, you had like the big leather jacket on too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went back into my room, started playing. I did it again. And then she ran into the living room, and I was like, "Dude, your daughter's crazy." <laughs> <laughs> and then you're I, testing the boundaries of your evil i think yeah yeah and then i went and i remember going and wanting to put on the mask again going all right i'm gonna do it again it's gonna be awesome and she's i put it on she started crying and then she goes to the living room screams her dad's like what is happening and i go i started to lie and then i was like i've been putting on a mask and scaring the shit out of her and then from then on i was like i can't act like that no more. <laughs> but i think it that's was fun while it lasts some, you go one way or the other i think that's about that's about when you learn yeah i think you got you test the the You're just testing limits the boundaries. Yeah. yeah yeah being a, i was like an og gaslighter exactly <laughs> I started when yeah. i said that i was like dude i'm sorry i've been gaslighting your kid yeah and telling her nothing's fucking wrong i wanted to try it on for a bit it's not for me yeah it's not for me <laughs> <laughs> it was fun while it lasted but i can't keep this stuff up yeah it's taking uh, a toll where did you film uh your special in dayton in my hometown oh what the hell yeah wow. i filmed it in my hometown of dayton ohio at the victoria theater cool which I normally, you know, I play clubs like we've discussed, and so I'm not like on a theater tour. So it's just they they came with me, or they came they offered that to me, and I was like, whoa, it's kind of a big venue. But being my hometown, I was like, okay, let's give it a whirl. And of course, my sisters are like, we'll tell everybody it'll be great, and my whole family's there. I was like, okay, so they gave me that confidence. And then Mo Welch, who directed it, yeah, uh, we're she's one of my best friends and another comedian and cartoonist, and um. She was like, if you're ending your tour there in December, she's like, we should film that. Yeah. You know, and I know she she wanted to get into directing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I personally am like, I don't know what a director does. I've worked with past directors, but if you think about it, comedy directors, from what I had done at that point, like Comedy Central Half Hour or the stand-ups on Netflix, you're kind of plugged into a system. So you're not like, 
collaborating mm-hmm. with a director. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. you, you show up, you film your part of the special and leave. Yeah. I got to choose Payman Benz for my HBO special. Yeah. Um, Girl Daddy. And I kind of had to fight for that, um, for him to be my director. Interesting. And he was lovely. Yeah. Um, I think um, very supportive, came and saw me beforehand. Like that's to me, that's like, helpful as a comedy director like because i don't know what com- directors do because yeah. i've never done it i think for comedies like from one to another director it's totally different some people would like work with you and sure some material, people and the other people would be like i don't know camera there, there it's like there. autopilot for some yeah. comedy specials and you can really tell a yeah lot of them nowadays it feels like they're all the same yeah and mo has a great relationship with the dp jordan levy mm-hmm. so they work together well and mo came with me in my shows like we, she she pitched tags we riffed together she was a huge like emotional sports system already as my best friend and mm-hmm. that was like kind of a bit of a intense rough time for me anyway because mm-hmm. i was touring like 26 cities to prep for that even though I didn't know what really that we were going to film it yet yeah. and i was writing on rick and morty season eight which was a cool experience but um I'm just not like a huge sci-fi person. Yeah. So like that was just like but a lot you of love extra pickles. work. I love you pickles. Do love pickles. Yeah. You know that about You kept on pitching bits where you, I guess he goes to a store and buys a weird sandwich. Or, <laughs> oh, like, no, get them in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Mo was like, let's do it. And she kind of gave me the confidence to be like, this is a good idea. Like, let's capture this because, but we don't, but I did that in one take. Because so cool. I because it's eleven hundred seats. That's way bigger than I normally do. Yeah. I can't yeah. sell that twice. Yeah. And um so yeah, it was her encouragement to be like, let's let's get this captured. Yeah. And um How- I am really glad it, it happened, but I just will say I also just was probably difficult to work with a little during that time. That's good I, though. I was like just yeah. Well you want it to be good. Yeah. That's- I just felt like it wasn't totally ready and then I got sick before and then I'm just hard on myself. But it turned out so good. It's hard to watch it. It's so good. Thank you. Turned out great. And she was a huge support system. So cool that you only did one show. Yeah, and we didn't do pickups because, like, and and at first I was kind of upset. And then Mo was like, but think about it. Like, ultimately, like, we did the entrance again. Mm hmm. And I did the same freaking thing. If you if you need advice, do yeah. something different the second time you're right, taking yeah. the intro. <laughs> for F's sake. You're like going to A to B on the two clips, and you're like, what? These are the. What's s- the why would I do here? that? Yes. And both times I go, "What's up, Dayton?" Yeah. Like I hate how I say it too. I'm just like, "Oh my Christ, fucking god, dude. When have you ever said it like that?" Anyway, but um, we didn't do pickups, and Mo was just right because she said, like, if we had, like, do you think they would have even like edited it in properly? You know, like there is the difference between two shows that yeah. you can slide a whole chunk in, mm-hmm. and let me get that tag. Ugh, you know? I mean, we've had a hard time editing mine because I'm switching hands with you're the switching mic. hands, and you're like, one time you had to jack it on and off because we cut a thing in the middle. I'm a, and then sometimes dumbest that's choice tough. I ever made. I, but you don't mean to do that, and then you look back and you go, wow, yeah. these are simple things that I could have yeah. helped. And with. Also, like the stage was small, so when you're on the left side, we know you're on the left side. Oh yeah. Are we talking and about the golden one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because that turned out great. Thank you. It's such a good special. Thank you. But it's that, so good. We did. I really just love. Thank and you. it was cool to see you on a billboard. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, I got know? stuck on a billboard. That was rad. I know. <laughs> because of lockdown, I, I got stuck it. on this billboard for Sometimes six I see months. like old YouTube videos of someone like going around LA and seeing the billboard I love pass it. by. <laughs> but uh, Karen Kilgariff made the joke that uh, I would get a big billboard on Sunset Boulevard while nobody's walking around outside to see it. I know sometimes I do feel like that. Like the, yeah. the times I have my things happen, like yeah. something awful happens as well, where it's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right now. Yeah. But that's how, that's just life from here on out. Yeah. Every time something cool happens, there's going to be a strike. There's going to be yeah. a war. There's yeah. going to be a pandemic. Um, and then obviously, you know, you're not about to be like, oh, man, no, yeah. you're one of my Did you have to cut a bunch of shit out of the show? or I cut, I think I ended up, I don't want to exaggerate because everybody's like loves to be like, oh, I did like an, two, three hours yeah. and we cut it down. <laughs> but I think I might have done probably 115, 120 okay. or something like that. Like it did go over because they were also such a great crowd. Yeah. And um, it's like people, a lot of people who knew me, mm-hmm. like oh, you can see like in my little graphics in the Chiron, like, my old babysitter that I have that joke about really was there and That's I recognize his laugh. Love. Wow. Well, so people don't realize like how weird that is. A lot of people say to me like, oh, I, when I watch the golden one, I'm like a little bit 
you you seem like you're sometimes in this weird confused state while you're on stage and i'm like yeah it was fucking weird because i'd be telling a joke about my aunt and i can see it yeah. i don't know if a lot of people have experienced that yeah uh, also, like, right that there. was in Alabama, yeah. not to, like, it was f- to people that would never go to an alternative comedy show at all. So that was another weird thing. Yeah, the most saying. alternative. Don't you sometimes go, like, why did I do that? You know oh, what I mean? Like, I, I'm like, what was I thinking? Yes, all the time. Because now a lot of people, they don't realize that, like, I'm, I do okay. I yeah, can, yeah. if I'm in a, I'm good. it's not always weird. And then also we didn't um, sweeten any of the laughs. Me neither. Because I the can't room do that. was too weird. It was like this weird. It looks like the inside of a boat. And no laughs matched, even if we tried. And like, yeah. so I just let it all. And so sometimes I'm very are specific like, about that. I why do not do that. Yeah. And thank God when you're taping it. Thank goodness you're in that moment. You're doing it. And you're also like thank God that hit like it always does or yeah. like I needed to. Sometimes yeah. I will say. Sometimes I see comedians post clips. And I'm like, this could use a little sweetening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, a lot of, like, true. there is a lot of Like, people. yeah, why, speaking of earlier, you're just like, wait, why would you post this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, wait till it's good or this something. Is, this is not cooked yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it's so cool that you only did one, though. I've always, I at the when we did mine, I just wanted to do one, and they were like, you should got to do two. And it's important to do two, I guess. Like, I felt after that was done, I do feel like I was like white knuckling it on yeah. a roller coaster, like, Ugh. and I didn't want to. Since I self produced it and had no, I had no one tell. I didn't know where it was going to go. Is what I'm yeah, trying to yeah. say. Like I had no deal or anything. I didn't want to pay whatever it was going to be for a teleprompter. I think it was like going to would cost me personally, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. my money, <laughs> like five grand or something Holy or eight shit. grand, just to have that. So I have my notebook up there. People think that's controversial. Like I've, you I know, think it's really some cool. people love it. Some people hate it yeah. like and then one guy was like you know the things i do see are typically on twitter because nobody's on there mm-hmm. and so like some guy was like love is special absolutely hate the notebook or whatever i didn't reply but it's just one of those <laughs> things where you're like i like the notebook yeah, but it's also like did you really hate it yeah, it's also, yeah these people don't understand how much did it bother you anytime yeah. they're watching a special somebody is at if it's a fancy thing they're having a teleprompter yeah would you rather me trick you right. and lie ish yes. yeah you know it's i was thinking about this the other day i'm just sort of like well, don't you want me to be honest yeah like i'm not reading i'm not not ready yeah well some parts i, I was like <laughs> this is not ready but like I and how about this too? They don't know what it feels like to walk out in front of 1,100 people you, yeah. who've known you forever, or just even if I hadn't done it in my hometown, 1,100 people, and you go, "This." It's like when you're too high and the words coming out of your mouth, you're like, "What are you even saying?" Oh, yeah. So as you come out, you're like, "This is forever." Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like this moment you can't prepare yourself for. So if you blank, you need to be able to like look down and be like, "Okay, that's that's the thing." Oh yeah, I mean. If it's not on a teleprompter, it's taped down on the ground. Every yeah. time I've done this new hour, hundred times, yeah. and every time I do it, I forget at least two jokes. There I, you go. I, not that I forget how the joke goes, I forget to do them. Yeah. And so I have all these tapes where I'm like, ah, shit, there's that, that thing. thing. Or what about fucking that thing? So I have to have something. And you can't prepare yourself because, yeah. like, like say one of the bits that always hits doesn't get a hit. Yeah. That's actually can trigger the forget little mm-hmm. part of your brain. You're like, wait, they didn't like that. Yeah, like the laugh. And then you miss the next thing the you're next, supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. There is a muscle memory thing that happens too as you're as you're going. You're just sort of like, eh. if I get to do another one, I would like to do the uh, the dude who scams people uh, with the fake comedy club where where we <laughs> film it one time. I really want to do this. We film it once with the crowd, yeah. and then I just me and Clay go and I redo the whole show. But watch the monitors. Where I'm standing. What's that? But you're whispering. I'm Imagine like, doing that. Yeah. And the people are screaming, laughing. Don't let me interrupt you again. Well, no, I just, just redo the whole show with no crowds so that we can get cooler shots. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes you do watch a special like that and then you see the shot like like Dolly. F- mm-hmm. And you're like, where did you lay the tracks? Yeah, yeah. Are you going over people right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's like, true. I know in like Stop Making Sense and The Last Waltz, the, the music documentaries, they often get rid of the cl- crowd for, and then play the song again after oh, the show. Oh, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. yeah. And they, it's, it's. Well, think about it. I like the shots I end up using uh, for like to promo. It's. It's me doing, like, I always ask to practice the special, like, during sound check and everything. Yeah. I'll do, like, uh, you know, what am I trying to say? Like, f- 
rehearse? 50%. Oh, I'll right, okay. go through it. And here's where I said this joke. And I'm like this. And I'm going through it like that. And that's when I get the photos I'm going to use for promo. Because, oh, really? Cool. Yeah, because during the taping, they're not really taking photos. No. And mm-hmm. you look definitely better before you are actually active. <laughs> do we yeah. do that at all? We didn't do that at all. No. Wit, uh, often when he's performing, he goes really hard. <laughs> and a picture of him looks crazy. I, yeah. You guys, I have so many from this weekend where I'm like straight up like. They need to stop. <laughs> we don't need photos at stand-up shows. Yeah. Or if you're going to take a, if you're a fucking photographer, take a photo where they look nice. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm, I, it makes me want to stop making faces. It's not even that. All of, a lot of times it's your hands that you tell me about. Clay. Guy, guy <laughs> don't I even bring it up. Well, you know, well I'll, I'll probably, I'm about to tell you what you don't want to talk about. All right, let's talk about it. On Saturday, the guy I've been seeing came to Austin. Takes, yeah. He's a photographer and director. And he's like, he had asked before, like, do you want me to bring my camera? I'll take pics. I was like, sure. This was the Saturday early, the very, very fun one. I go, he brought a camera that you can kind of hear like, tick, 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 tick. Yeah. and that doesn't bother me at all. And I was like, yeah, do your mm-hmm. thing. At the end of the show, I was like, this has been great. Thank you so much. I'll be out here with merch. Oh boy. And I hear, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> and I go, did you seriously just take my photo? I go, everybody heard that, right? Yeah. And to the crowd, I was like, hey, you guys got to have my back on this. <laughs> and you see the photo and it's me on stage in front of a lot of people going, I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> It was a fun moment, yeah. uh, but yes, there are some compromising photos that have been taken for sure. I mean, Clay's wife sends me a new screenshot every fucking couple <laughs> weeks of me where I'm just like, if my face looks normal, my hands are like this. Yeah. <laughs> and so now I'm so self-conscious that I'll often put my hand in my pocket while I'm doing It's stand-up. a safe spot for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking. It does feel comfy and cozy too. Yeah. It's nice. If I'm working at something new, I'm nervous. Sometimes I'll trap my hand under here and talk like this oh yeah i don't what know why hold it in i like that yeah i mean we can't it. all be Protect perfect my little heart mm-hmm, exactly. i'm about to be vulnerable mm-hmm. yeah i mean is i wonder if there's like one photo of like matt rife where he's like <laughs> it looks bad because yeah, every photo of him he's just like looks beautiful i know but <laughs> standing I don't know. Is, straight is Botox up? involved in that i, I don't like, know yeah i feel there's like something going on yeah i think if you don't you can't if you can't physically make a bad face that helps oh yeah that's true <laughs> i want to get there maybe you get a little botox, you get botox nice. clay kind of has like natural botox like he, yeah, his eyebrows don't I can't raise wrinkle really. my yeah isn't that weird that's why you got that baby forehead mm-hmm. you got a baby forehead yeah, and he has a lot of skin on his forehead it's really yeah. nice to, to squeeze like you know? just extra well like my skin is kind of like i see thin yeah. and he's yeah. just got like I, a, I feel like my forehead has been wrinkly since like sixth grade same because i'm always i was like we idolized jim carrey yeah and i was always like you know doing yeah. his faces and i don't know this i just always had a wrinkle wrinkles i yeah. idolized bob doll and he wasn't <laughs> <You're just> going, <laughs> i hope everybody gets the bob yeah. doll reference bob doll what a guy all right gang uh, well, oh. Beth, this was awesome. Thank you for having me. And uh, thank you for doing it. Everybody go right now. There's not a... It's watch ho- it again. You guys stopped it You stopped, yeah. yeah. And they, you it's, it. Yeah. It's called If You Didn't Want Me Then. It's on Netflix. Yeah. And my name is Beth. Great name for the special, too. Thank you. Um, go see it because it's good. And that's... That, there's not a lot of good ones. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, gang. Bye. <laughs>Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Wasn't the interview great? And don't we all look different except for Rod? Yeah, what a good podcast with our dear friend Beth. I guess you already technically saw what we looked like. And also, you're probably listening to this audio and you don't know I have a fresh shave and it has brown hair and and it's shorter in the back. I'm probably wearing different clothes. Uh Yeah. I mean, it smells like you're not wearing different clothes. Um, Do you like what you heard? Well, please go rate and review it on iTunes. That stuff really helps out. Like and subscribe. Does that really help out? I don't know. Who knows, man? This day and age, dude, it's all, you know, conglomerates. Yeah, you just we should talk about murder people. The people that like obsess about murders on podcasts. Jeffrey Dahmer. Maybe we should make a movie about our fucking murder podcast. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer would. Um, so let's go ahead and say yeah, he had, like, no, 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 murder. Wait, Rod. Don't interrupt. Wait, he's going to say something. He's a murder. Start it from the top, just so I think we did the whole story. No, well, just yeah, start yeah. with no, no. what you were going to say. He was it. He'd go to close. Who, are you talking Who about? was he? Who are you talking Jeffrey Dahmer. So he let's would, just start. Uh, wait, stop, stop. Start from 
What Jeffrey? Did y'all Jeff- know that Jeffrey Dahmer would go to clubs and find guys and he'd murder them, kill them? This guy sounds messed up. Who is this? What are you talking about? Jeffrey Dahmer. We'd kill these guys, a lot of them. I think he would eat them. This doesn't. This sounds. Bad. We should give him a fucking spanking. Yeah, we should. He needs his dad to give him a spanking. Do you think anybody's ever we been spanked to death? We should wet up our death? hands. <laughs> what? You think anybody's ever been spanked to death? <laughs> They've been spanked so hard that their head just like gets Falls dislocated. Because yeah. of the yeah. ruins their spine. That's crazy. We should try that on Rod. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Rod. You know he don't like it. Might be nice. Just condoms and peanuts coming out of his pockets. 